Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. It's June 4th. It's episode 222. Two, two, two. Someone's favorite number three times. If their favorite number's two. My name's John Boy. I got Jake with me. Got BBD with me. Thursday, last episode of the week, we got Quentin, Matt, Amanda, and Peter in the chat. They say good afternoon, good morning, and what's up? Jake, I say good afternoon, good morning, and what's up to you? How you doing, dude? James, David, how are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, You know, Operation New World Day (laughs) 7 or whatever we're on. Uh, Going over the highlights, some... Scary stuff in the city last night. Uh, kettling, my new word of the day. Kettling. Um, and I think it's an old European war tactic that I can best describe as the garbage disposal scene from Star Wars. Basically trapping people. The people that were protesting in New York were doing it peacefully. And then uh, the cops kind of surrounded them. <laughs> and once the people were surrounded, then they were hostile to leave. Um, so kettling is my, uh, Sesame street word of the day. It's like the bastard um, bowl. Yeah. Battle yes. of the bastards. Yeah. Like that would be, I think that would be a topical tweet. Maybe I'll even go there. Maybe I won't. Um, outside of that, I, some more unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt last night. How are you um, enjoying that? I'm enjoying it. I mean, it's, um, you know, I, uh, always been a big Tina Fey fan, um, back to her SNL days. Um, you know, I, I think you get some good cheap jokes. I mean, you know, I don't want to say tropes cause that's a new word in my vocabulary. Um, I mean, you know, with the, the lady that they rent their apartment from the like crazy white lady, like, I mean, she's kind of the character. She can say anything and like, it's kind of a joke. Like, mm-hmm. she's just off the deep end. She's just got that um, voice. Jane Krakowski obviously has a lot of layup, uh, <laughs> like, white, rich, privileged jokes, which are are layups but fun. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I mean, you know, Titus is going to bring the spunk. Um, and, yeah, I, I mentioned this. We recorded talking Knicks last night. But, uh, you know, Titus gets a job as a waiter at a like a themed scary restaurant where Mm -hmm. the actors put on a show and he's a werewolf and he (laughs) his first day dressed up as a werewolf he stays dressed up as a werewolf because he's like wow i get i get treated a lot better around new york city as a werewolf than i do a black person and it's uh uh just just another one of those moments that'll continue to slap us in the face going forward of like yeah this uh this has been around um it just, uh, you know, seemed like a, a quippy joke in a show or something like that. So um, I'm doing all right. I told you so briefly um, that I had just another big breakfast, man. We went grocery shopping yesterday. Um, so I had like a Cliff Bar. Um, I had blueberries. I had some wheat thins and hummus. Um, I feel like I'm missing something. But yeah, I'm just like a morning like out of control eater. It's good. I haven't eaten anything yet today. We're opposites. I know it. What's going on over there, Big Poppy? Uh, 
Not much. Not much. Exciting. Last day of my life without a dog until uh, McDougal dies in like a decade mm. or 15 years, which, you know, I told Katie, should we go celebrate our last day alive without a dog? And then, and then we both were like, nah, I don't even know what that means. Because there will be a gap after McDougal, too. Uh, no, we're breeding them, dude. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's some there's some ridiculous scenes. Jimmy showing the Kimmy Schmidt scene on on the YouTube machine, our our live broadcast. Jake, um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I watched the first season. I was kind of just watching it to watch it because I was working nine to five, needed distractions, background stuff. It's a it's a world like, you know, any, anyone that goes in and then they're like instantly like, I can't be in this pool right now. Like it is way too deep for me. I get it. But eventually, if you start enjoying that deep end and you just chill in there, it's a lot of fun. But it's a whole like world. Yeah. I mean, think about the things you have to come to grips with if you're watching the show. I mean, it, the main character is a character who was locked up in a bunker for 15 years. So, yeah, I mean, that's it's. It's exactly what you're saying. You have to be, you know, prepared for that. And, you know, you're going to get a lot of quick hitter jokes. I, and I, I'll have to start differentiating them in episodes because there's some that trip me up good. And I'm like, that's, that's really good humor. And then there's some that are a little too layup-y. Like, are you still um, on season one? Oh yeah. Very early. Dude, there's this, I just tried to Google it. But I couldn't find it. There's this stupid, there's this old man. And he says something about like a statue, like a monument or a statue. I think he tries to fight the statue. It made me laugh at the mm. time. I forget what it was. There's some quirky, be on the like lookout. Not, not mainstream, like not ABC, NBC, or whatever it originally aired on humor. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, so Titus's yeah. real name is Titus. Yes. Not Andromedon, though. No. Anything else going on this morning? I had something very exciting happen for me the other day, but no one would appreciate it. I, I've been reading this book about Wild Bill, but at the time that I bought it, it wasn't out in paperback yet, and I hate hardcover books. Mm. So I, I went and I bought the paperback version for like five bucks, and then I, all, my, all my highlights, you know, all my underlines and highlights, I just sat down and I transferred them, and I got rid of the hardcover. Well, I didn't get rid of it. If someone wants it, they can have it. I'll send it to them. But that was like a very big day for me. Like, oh, yeah, now I'm excited to read this. It's paperback. I can put it in my back pocket, bring it anywhere. So that was a huge day. I don't day. think it is a big day for you. I don't think it is a big day for you. I was excited about it. Oh, yes. But I think, I think when you go in the annals of history of your life, I don't think that'll be recorded as a big day for you. And I'm sorry. It turned the but day if around. if I can't keep you in check, nobody can, Jim. It turned the day around. Turn day by day. You excited to go to Amish country? Is this your first time going to Amish country? Yeah, I'm going to Amish land. No, no, it's not my first time going to Amish country. Uh, we did it as youths where you go and... Is it rude? I think the tourism helps Amish people. I don't think they're saying, like, leave us alone, get out of here. I think they welcome... Like, they give, like, horse and buggy rides, and they. I, I think, like, you can go to, like, get, like, Amish meals. I don't know. I'm I'm now just trying to wonder, are we exploiting them or are we helping them when we go visit these Amish countries? David, you're our Amish expert. What do you think? Yeah. Um, my immediate reaction was I 
think they like teaching people about their way of life. I guess it depends which town you're going to and stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I had spent a decent amount of time near them. Yeah. Here's uh, five do's and don'ts when visiting Amish country. Here you go. This is big for you. Do's. Explore. When visiting Amish communities, yep. don't just follow the tourism brochures. Instead, go off the main roads. If you see a little yeah. gravel road angling off into the countryside, follow it. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, no, that's bullshit. Okay. Bullshit. <coughs> that seems like you might walk into someone's front yard. Like, I don't know. Like, we have a plan whenever we go somewhere else. Like, I don't know. Oh, I guess oh, oh, how about this? If you okay. have a day to spend, sure. But like, I don't know. Sometimes people have places to go. Well, I think this is when you go for a day. That's like, that's what they're saying. When you visit Amish country. Right. But you're not. So I'm taking it off your. Off oh your yeah. Place. I'm not doing that. I'm getting the dog. I don't want that. you doing that. Okay. Uh, bring cash. Cause they <laughs> operate in just cash. Awesome. Visit yeah. home-based businesses. If you see a handwritten sign advertising eggs for sale or fresh tomatoes or homegrown sweet corn, by all means, don't be. Sh- so the Amish are profiting off this. So that's good. We're not, it's not, had, a, it's not a rude thing. I don't think I had one request. I was going to say, if you see like some Amish coffee, go get that and just tell me what's going on with it. All right. Okay. We'll do this says this was a tricky one, but dress respectfully, respectfully. Okay. Interesting. What should I wear tomorrow? I found that how you dress doesn't matter to many Amish, but some groups, perhaps about one third do care. And it's not always who you'd think. Sometimes the most conservative Amish don't really care, but the more progressive evangelical ones do. I generally don't wear shorts to Amish country. That's going to be really tough if it's hot out tomorrow. Mm. For me, I wear khakis or jeans. No flip-flops. Modesty is appreciated. I I don't have pants that I can wear right now. Don'ts. Don't shoot the breeze. Mm. Time is money. It's a transactional culture. Don't go into Amish furniture store or harness shop, or quilt depot, and start shooting the breeze, and asking a bunch of questions, or just nagging them. Okay. Oh, man. You're going to do bad in Amish land. Photograph disrespectfully, so don't take candid shots, I guess. Turn your headlights or brights on at night, because they spook the horses. Good. Great to know. Don't approach the children. What was that? Don't turn your high beams on when you're driving on the Amish roads. Don't turn your high beams on. Because they spook the horses. Gotcha. It's great to know. Normal headlights, fine. Yeah. Yes. That's but, good uh, to know. That's an important note on that. But I, I don't know how much, you know, I think we're just getting the dog hanging out and leaving. If you see uh, an in and out coffee, I'd like to know what the Amish's coffee game is at. Okay. Sounds good. Dude, did you see the, like, the, the Granky quote from my breakdown yesterday? Mm-mm. It's so funny. People are having a blast with it right now and, and posting on Twitter and in the comments. So Granky got dejected from the game after only throwing four pitches. So he then starts the very next game. Then they go to the all-star break and then he starts the game out of the all-star break. So he started three games in a row for his team, which was the second time ever it's been done. His quote on it was, even though it's been done before, I feel like it's the first time ever being done. I'm excited about it. Mm. So I ended the way to live. That's how I ended the breakdown. Hey, you want to achieve something today? Just have this mentality. So a lot of people are making jokes like, Hey, I know other people have liked this video before, but I feel like I'm the first one to like it and I'm excited about it. Hey man. And that's, uh, you know, when you're telling 
telling telling kids about being unique or special or you're or you're living your life, you know, live like that. I'm I'm the first person to put my feet up on this chair today. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. You know, have other people done it? Yeah, but not in this manner. Not today. Yeah. Um. So yeah, appreciate appreciate yourself. I think is what Zach Grinky's saying. Uh huh. He he does have a point that I left out because it's not as funny. Is the other guy who did it? It was the last game of the season and the first game of the season. So yeah. So he was the first to do it in a calendar year, but still, like even his reason for how he did it is still just as like flawed. He got ejected, and then it's not like he it's started. Gonna be flawed. Yeah, it's going to be flawed no matter what. So you know. I know it's been if done I'm before. <laughs> I know it's been done before, but I think it's the first time it's ever been done. Let me I'm air out a couple pitches in the first inning the next game. Why not? Yeah. Pretty good. That would have like been no good. Had to have done it recently. That, that would have been good if they had a, uh, like if they had an off day after and the next day was his throw day. And it's like, hey, I don't Why know. Not? History's fun, right? Isn't this entertainment? Who would be the number one? It would be like Stanek or Romo would be to see if we've had an opener do it, right? I feel like they they space them out, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess they still don't like having people go three days in a row yeah. no matter what. And I think part of the opener is like, you know, relief pitchers usually only throw two dominant pitches, so you just don't want the same guys to see them repeatedly because uh-huh. then they kind of know. Yeah, I'm looking at. I feel Stanix. like the Yankees have seen. I think feel like the Yankees saw Stanek twice in the same series, but I feel like it was spaced out. I could be wrong though. I don't he know. also he also it looks like. So he pitched three games in a row here, but it was oh, out of the. Oh, they pen. would open. Yeah, they would open her, and then they'd use them in like the normal bullpen. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't open them back to back. Looks like here. Here's one. September 3rd and September 4th, he started back-to-back games, but then he did not start the next game. He got traded, right? Where's he at now? Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, he did three days in a row, but only one of them were start. Stanek got traded to the Dodge. A's, Dodgers, Marlins. 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 Just went down south a little. South. Yeah. Anything else going on? You want to hop to the sports? So wait, 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 wait. I, I, I was tuned out. What happened in New York yesterday with uh, the, the kettle? It was, it, I thought it was getting more peaceful. It stayed bad. So it was peaceful. Um, again, this, this was from my girl, Lindsay Adler's feed. Um, she's been great, by the way. She's the best. Uh, we love Lindsay Adler. Um, let's, uh, I'll, I'll get some actual details on it. Uh, so she retweeted. Um, Allie Watkins, who is a, uh, with the New York times. Um, but yeah, they, you know, she's got pictures protesting through Brooklyn. Everything was good. You know, deescalating every situation, uh, till 8 PM. They went to, uh, Cadman Plaza. Um, and she calls it a strategic nightmare, but they ran into a line of cops that, and you know, they, they weren't going to go past them. So they were like, all right. And they went to turn around and then they had basically seen that they'd been cornered uh, and trapped. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you know, the leader. And again, this is one side of the story. This Allie Watkins side of the story, blue check. If that matters to you, shouldn't. Um, but, uh, 
Yeah, it says the riot cops began pushing them back a block into more cops. Batons started coming out, and then, uh, you know, just just got ugly. Yeah, that's sad. Curfew's crazy. Like, every single phone went off. Yeah, and um, I don't know, man. There's There's so many details and little things tied to everything. There's a Jake quote, but, like, I don't know. Like, I, I think there's a lot of people that are still trying to work those hours or get home those hours. And, um, you know, there's a video that was like a guy riding a bike, just trying to like clearly not be involved and in, like getting the, the cop was beating him up. What was, what's up with that? I don't know, man. Like there's a, <laughs> there's, there's a few problems going on in the States right now. Hey, is that fucker Jared Yoon getting in trouble yet? You, um, I don't know. I saw um, uh, all four of the Minnesota guys are now in custody, right? So that's good. yeah. They upped the charge from third degree to second, second degree, I think. Yeah, which is the most they can like. They can't charge them with first, right? So and I that's think where that's... it starts getting funky legal stuff because it's got to be premeditated and things like that. So, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, I don't know. It will go on and it's going to continue to go on. I guess that's my, if you're one of our younger listeners that is like, <coughs> Hey, we get it. Things are bad. Like why, why are oh, we still doing fuck this stuff? This dude, oh, Jared Yoon posted on his Instagram. I apologize. You've done stupid shit too. You can't judge a person from a 10 second video. So instantly, no, you don't really apologize. Yeah. This is the San Jose cop who shot someone and, and was just like licking his lips, excited to beat up peaceful protesters. Oh, that dude. I've worked very hard for San Jose Police Department. I've talked to Chief Garcia and I'm not going to lose my job over one stupid thing. It won't happen again. Man, I mean, good on him for not even like, you know, putting on the sheep clothing. Like he didn't even hide who he was. I apologize. You've done stupid shit too. So... Mm not whatever fuck that guy i mean you shot someone at your job right yeah you should not be a cop but what was i hired for yeah crazy all right let's go into the sports Drew Brees. Uh, Drew found himself in the thick of it last night. Uh, came out with a statement defending the flag and, and the troops and all that stuff. And uh, kind of <laughs> exhibit A of someone uh, that you you want to put on display of like just missing the point. Um, a lot of his former uh, teammates and current teammates coming out with tweets and responses to that. He's come out with an apology that's... Uh, uh, somewhat lackluster in its in its own way. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, the MLB officially rejects the players' offer from a couple weeks ago that they already rejected of the 112 games. Um, uh, we'll see. We actually kind of got bad baseball news yesterday, and we talked about that a little bit, so we'll go in there. And then the NBA is finalizing its plan to return 22 teams, a little bit of a funky format, but I think uh, – Kind of what something I've been harping on is that they needed to make sure that guys were in game shape and the product would be good for the playoffs, and they've kind of come up with a format for that. All right. Um, NBA finalizing its return 
to come back. That's exciting. Knicks aren't going to be part of it. No. So it's the top 22 teams out of 30. The Knicks did not make that. Uh, a New York sports team that spent a lot of money on free agents this offseason. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's okay. I, you know, we did talk in Knicks last night. If you're interested in that side of it, uh, it was actually a fun episode. We, you know, we started off and we talked about some of the issues and got, you know, kind of everybody's thoughts. So a lot of guys that haven't been in front of the mic yet. So that was good. And then, uh, uh we did some Knicks stuff. Uh, we did some highlights of the Knicks season, which, uh, a little bit of a comedy show. But um, yeah, they they are out. Go check out Talking Knicks. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's it's exciting. It's uh, the NBA is going to do it. I think their their product is if if everything has been checked, if they go to Game Seven of the NBA Finals, that would lead them to October thirteenth. I think it said. Um, so that's right. that that's kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, and and BBD, I don't know if you want to talk about the round robin at all because I still fully don't get it. But um, I don't know. I think there's nine teams in the East, so one team will be eliminated and not be in the postseason. And then there's uh, quick math would be twelve teams in the West. Oh. So I want to I want to see is there somewhere I love interesting tournament formats. I think it stems from. Luke's baseball team going to all these different uh, tournaments yeah. when he was a youth and just seeing the different ways they get to a winner. Is there a easy, think, easy to follow bracket or something? Woj probably. The bracket. Yeah. The I haven't like made bit. the schedule yet. I know it's like every team left is going to get like eight more regular season games and it's everyone. Any teams within four games of the last yeah. spot. Is that what it is? They Something play, like that. And I, they I play think the, two games set or whatever, or like a double elimination for the lower seed. Number one team that's kind of getting screwed from this is the Tim's Grizzlies. Because um, the Grizzlies were in the eight seed, and I think they're most like it, there's a good chance they could not be in the playoffs, which sucks for a young team that did a lot of fun stuff with John Morant. Mm -hmm. um had Iguodala hold out and stuff like that uh but yeah I mean it's it's smart I mean the the Pelicans the Trailblazers a a couple teams that people are going to be really interested in are going to be playing more basketball so it's uh kind of good on the NBA and uh yeah man it's it's going to be fun to watch when it happens so I have the Woj article here the playing tournament will include the number eight and nine teams if the ninth seed finishes the regular season within four games of the eighth. So if they're not within four games, the ninth team isn't even part of it. Correct? It goes straight to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. in that case, the number eight seed enters a double elimination tournament and the number nine seed a single elimination tournament. Oh, I guess there's going to be a loser's bracket and stuff. Interesting. Someone lay this out for me in a fun way. I want to look at it. Once we, if we're going to get a chart. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Could use a chart. I know it's like the the eighth seed has to win one game. The ninth seed would have to beat them twice. I have I have I have two cable boxes in my apartment, but we put the second one in the other room, Jake. Because if you remember, that was originally the office, and this was the bedroom. We switched them. I need to figure out. I want a TV, you know, like right there, so I could watch these games. Run a really long wire on the wall with the staple gun. That was a good time at the office. 
Yeah, I mean, might have to. It looks like there might be cabling already in here. I don't know. I don't think I can get Optimum to come here, but I need to get cable in here at some point. MLB Let's rejects. Come. Yeah. I, I was going to segue us to, to the MLB, but I was going to do it in a professional fashion because I'm okay. a pro's pro. Um, and this current plan has the NBA coming back July 31st. Um, and this is from Field Yates's tweet. Field Yates is that gentleman's name. Uh, Premier League is supposed to come back June 17th. La Liga is supposed to come back June 11th. Uh, NHL is still uh, not on the board. Um, but they're looking mid-July. PGA, June 11th. MLS, end of June. Um, so, and I think that brings us to baseball, Jim, because uh, although we like to talk about, you know, the coronavirus and safety, and we like to talk about, um, you know, it get playing the games and baseball matters, Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of this is money driven. We've, we've kind of been on that from the start and the other leagues are coming back. And if baseball wants to be baseball and get almost like a Corona boost of being the first of the four pro sports to come back, they've got to put it together. And the news yesterday was kind of not good. Yeah. And an egg on my face. Cause I, I, I was all high spirits, but they're just rejecting offers. It's just, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're not even going to counter that encounter i made that i joked about that yesterday and people a lot of people were like you don't know how negotiations work and it's like i do you yeah. guys you make an offer and then you counter and you do a red line and then you counter and then you don't say we're not even going to counter and then offer him something a, else that's just a counter a lot of a counter. lot of non-starters and a lot of non-counters for a negotiation yeah the the union is putting the ball completely in MLB's court and saying, "You go, you go, fuck the public." Yeah, yeah. The union said, "I have it here." Uh, According to the agreement, it is up to MLB to propose season length, using best efforts to play as many games as possible while taking into account player safety and health rescheduling needs. Competitive. Where's the quote? It was a good quote. Um, right now, it's up to the owners to decide whether it's important to play baseball this year and to consider the potential long-term consequences of disappearing from the public site for 18 months. That's what the union put out. And it's like, yeah, ball's in your court, owners. Yeah. Are you going to fuck up the future this, we'll of the sport? I just, oh. air, I just airdropped um, something to myself. That was weird. Airdrop. Uh, yeah, man. And Hey, again, hopefully this is just the last week of chicken owners are trying to pull out all the stops this week, because again, if we could get players down for June 10th, wherever down is or start playing baseball, we could probably get baseball by the 4th of July and have almost a month of a only baseball world. Um, and man, I, uh, you know what? I'll talk myself out of all the negative news I saw from beat writers. Don't care. Uh, baseball, Baseball knows there's an opportunity slash also a non-opportunity to lose (laughs) baseball for the 18 months. And if they want to do this, you know, it's start at the beginning of July, own July, get people interested. Yes, they're, you know, get ready for the articles that ratings go down when the NBA playoffs are happening in August. That's fine. (laughs) Um And the other thing, Jim, that I think is important that came out was that the owners are pretty steadfast about not going into November, December, 
which the players kind of threw in their plan is almost a jab just just yeah, to yeah. do it just to fuck with the owners we knew we um, knew yeah because they they fear the fall return of corona and they right. they want to get the playoffs in while it's still somewhat hot out so if hey if you're the owners i mean you know july through the end of october it's there for you it's there for you. And if, if you really want to twist it up at this point, you're right. The players union is putting it on them. Um, I don't know. Hopefully this is just the last week of a chicken dance. A lot of people were saying, what's your meter at now? Cause the new news was negative. Right. And Jill, uh, who's been in the chat the last couple of days. Love you, Jill. Appreciate you. She just asked, what's my meter at? I'm still a yes. Like you, Jake, I'm still, uh, I, this one didn't sway me. It more just, gassed me like shut up that's where i'm at what's my meter at what's my meter at where's my funky meters hat Ooh, where's my funky meters hat um yeah yeah let's just say let's you and i have a deal okay deal okay pending deal this is negotiations let's see throw the count throw the offer my way what's our deal we are staying positive that baseball is coming back until June 10th. And then we're just straight off the cliff. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree to that. I'll, I'll, I will agree Screw that it. I will do my best to stay positive okay. until June 10th. Where you know, I mean, what if, what, what if, but Jake, what if we get news barring on your dog? No. How about this? Barring negotiations. What if they come out and say, there's going to be no deal on June 8th, the season's over. And then me and you are sitting there like putts. Being like, no, no, wait till June 10th. But they're like, confirmed it. So I, we need just a little out clause. Like, barring any confirmation, barring any if, official confirmation, we will stay positive until June 10th. And then there's once, no baseball this year, I own your dog's tail. I wonder if it got cut off. Wheatons don't really have tails. Right. Are you going to cut it off? You're... Your dogs? Yeah, sometimes we can have long tails, and sometimes they're 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 like Zimmer's if tail it helps was, the safety of the dog. Zimmer's tail was clipped. I don't know anything about. I mean, it seems like that sucks. I don't know why they do that. We didn't choose it. Right. I wonder. I wonder what's going to happen. Dude, we have a a pet store two blocks away, and we have a vet Huge. one block away, and New York yeah. City is just wild. Right. Everything's everywhere. Like you don't, you don't have to leave your two block radius. It's also every block in New York city is just rinse and repeat bodega, laundromat, liquor store, bodega, laundromat, liquor store. Isn't it bodega, kind of mind bottling though? Cause there's a lot of pet shops, like a lot of pets, man, all the apartment like the, buildings. Like there's probably 70 and, dogs and that, in my building. That's kind of, that's kind of where I get it for the vet or like, places you drop your dog off during the day normally when it's not coroni but i don't know just like there's a lot of pet like toy stores and leashes and it's like i don't know we bought so many from amazon and then we were walking and there's a store two blocks away like oh shit okay exactly um so i don't know i i think i'm going 33 percent of pet stores have something fishy going on hey yo barbaric that's that word resound 
Girls are bad. Hey, that's <laughs> wearing my stop mansplaining baseball shirt. So, uh, um, all right. Drew Brees goes goes on a show, uh, and they ask him about like kneeling and stuff, and he says that the same old tired answer that says, you know. Kneeling is disrespectful to the flag, and my grandparents were in World War II, so uh, I think no one should kneel. And you understand people have these opinions. You understand people grow up ignorant to the actual, ignorant to the actual, um, ignorant to what's actually happening in the world outside of their bubble, right? And so ignorant that they refuse to listen and learn. You would not expect Drew Brees, who plays in the NFL, and 70% of his teammates are black and plays in New Orleans, which is a 60%, I think, black community. 65 was the number out. 65. You would not expect Drew Brees to have never listened. You would think if there was anyone who is submerged in a culture where they have listened and heard and understand that the kneeling that Cap did which was suggested by a soldier was in no way disrespecting the flag or the troops at all. And a lot of people were like, Hey, Drew Brees, you know, there was a lot of black soldiers in world war II. You know, it wasn't just white soldiers. So you would just think, I understand people still have those thoughts and you would just think Drew B Drew Brees would be someone who kind of understands what was happening. The fact that he didn't or doesn't means he never listened. He never learned. He never asked. He never sought to understand or to hear what his black teammates were probably trying to tell him. And that's where it's like, huh? I understand the person grown up in a 99% white community white parents and white grandparents and white great grandparents. And, you know, Southbury, Connecticut, there was like one black kid came to our high school and everyone knew his name instantly. Cause he was the one black kid in high school, you know? And there's um, a shitty ignorance that comes from growing up in that society that you have to break out of yourself when you're an adult and go travel and go listen and learn. Drew Brees like had it forced down him, dude. How does he not, how does he never input all that? That's where it sucks. Well, and that's, that's where I think this can be a good example um, and I hope I hope Drew Brees can lean in it, lean into it properly, better than just uploading the stock image of a white person and a black person embracing arms, um, which was part of his apology. But Jim, it's it's the idea that you know Drew Brees in his head, he's a proud American, and when he's been in the locker room, and like you're saying, like he's he plays a sport with you know people of color and he has, you know, going back to college. So, okay. So let's put it. I mean, what Drew Brees does as a career, he's done for about 25 years now with the locker room that has a lot of diversity. And what you're saying is the key word. It's ignorance because Drew Brees is saying like, Hey man, I treat everyone fair. It kind of goes back to some of the early realizations of this conversation from a week ago of like not being racist is not enough. Um, and, uh, you know, I know, but none of Drew Brees, teammates are calling him a racist or anything like that. 
They're some kind of said he, some kind of said I knew who he was. No, I, I, the majority of people that have come out, uh, have kind of defended him. They've been like, Hey, he's a smart guy. I've had great conversations with him. Um, you know, he, he won the Walter Payton man of the year award in the NFL was like, which is supposed to be their most prestigious award. And yeah, he, he came out with an apology that was a little bit lackluster, a little PRE. The, the picture was extremely lackluster. Um, but it, it's kind of the point. And, you know, I, I've had some interesting conversations with friends over the past couple of days. And this, this whole thing ties into police and military. And it's like, you know, people, we aren't fighting that. It's, it's just kind of this weird image of, you know, what we picture America as or what we picture the American flag meaning to us. And guess what? It hasn't meant the same thing to a lot of people. Um, and you know, that's where, you know, make America great again. <laughs> America hasn't been great for a lot of people. Uh, Americans been a very bad time for a lot of people. Um, so, you know, and, and that's, that's where people are getting misconstrued and it kind of goes back to Jakey flowchart that I've been talking about. Like, you know, we need to reset the offense on this. And the first thing is like, Hey, not killing people for being black comes first. Let's get that out of the country. Mm -hmm. um, and you know what? We can all agree on that and still like the military. Guess what? <laughs> we got to circle back to that at a later time because yeah. uh, we got bigger problems. There was one, there was, yeah, exactly. Like if there was one time where like, dude, why do you even get, why do you have to go on the show it's so easy to not well, piss off your teammates there. But anyway, so, someone said, uh, I'm trying to find it. They didn't tag him in it. It was like a sub tweet and they didn't respond to the tweet, but it was a teammate who said something like, I knew who he was and y'all think he's Jesus. So, something like playing to like, I know this dude's character, but I, but I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. I said the ones I saw was Alvin Kamara got me good. Cause he put oop instead mm -hmm. of oops. <laughs> and that, that just made me laugh. Cause that's a good tweet. Um, Michael Thomas said something that was kind of a, a, along those lines, not, not attacking drew, but like, come on. Um, and then there was another one that was an old teammate that was like, man, we we've had a lot of heavy, deep conversations in the ice bucket and Drew's a good dude and a smart guy, but he just, he lived ignorant to it. Um, you know, so, and I, I think that's, you know, the conversation I've been having with some buddies is again, kind of this same conversation, just caring about the police. Um, and like Dak Prescott yesterday, I don't know if you saw this, Jim, Dak Prescott donated a million dollars to police training. Yeah. And, you know, it made me nervous at first. And I think it, you know, it does make people nervous because in theory, you know, what happened in Minnesota doesn't get fixed by police training. <laughs> Those people are you know kind of racist murderers <laughs> and mm -hmm. that's you know police training isn't going to change that so um and you know i i went through dax thing because i wanted to be clear about it and on the last page he said police training and uh is something about training of you know racial profiling or teaching about racism and things like that so you know, if, if the money is going to the right places and uh, it's just an awkward conversation right now because a lot of people are saying like you know, so I, 
I can't care about the police or the flag or our troops. And it's like, no, because we all do and we all want to. Yeah. But this comes first. I was shocked when I found out that uh, there's a contingent of black Americans who don't celebrate July 4th. And then, and then yeah. I, you know, I read up about it and I was like, oh yeah, okay. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. This country doesn't really do anything for you. So why, you know, why is that a celebration? But I was like, what? Cause I was just ignorant to it. Never listened or learned. So it's crazy. But Lindsay Adler to give her another shout out. I liked her tweet on it. She said, really interesting to me that Drew Brees seems to be the first athlete to face widespread backlash for not understanding Colin Kaepernick's message rather than backlash for understanding it. And so we have seen a little swift change there, and that's good. Yeah. So shout out, Lindsay. Anything else? I think that's all the sports. We'll go to halftime. That's it. That was louder than usual. BBD, you got a state? Just looking at Lindsay Adler's tweet. Let's see. She's the best. She is the best. Cali girl. I'm trying to force your hand. I think we've done California already. I feel like I shouldn't be repeating a state too soon. Mm. Um, God, what did we talk about? Oh, uh, big unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt discussion. New York. Cool. Wow. Wow. It's a huge state. Holy and a lot smoke. of people forget how big New York is, you know? People just talk about the city, just a small part of it. All of big New York. Big state. Big state. My sister lives in New York. Yeah, my, my aunt does. She lives in Buffalo. Syracuse. Wow. Oh, dude. New York touches it's Canada. Good. A lot of people probably don't know that, you know? Jess is floating around, and I love her. Um, <laughs> her... Her mother is a character. She she grew up in Buffalo. Um and she's like she's starting to get on like grandma type shit. She wants kids. She wants us to have a house. And it's like we're we're we'll go on our path, lady. We'll get there. Um but uh she's she's been pushing Buffalo hard. Just like out of the out of left field. Yeah. To Your face is our exact Oh yeah. She'd never been. Um, she grew up there. Oh, oh, I'm sorry then, Jess. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, and she, uh, she goes through, you know, it's going through a revitalization, like they're in the brewery and but stuff. But it's Buffalo. Like I mean, like, you know. Yeah, we have no connection there. It would never work. Um, we don't want to live there. Um, <laughs> but it was just, it was, and I think she, she knows well enough to like play the heel on it a little bit after a certain point, but she's like, property's cheap up there. She was drinking coffee out of a Buffalo mug power move. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that was a running joke when we were down in South Carolina. And like, of course I started leaning into it. So I was like, God, no, it would be a fun place to live. Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. <laughs> so oh, she's she, <laughs> Jess is right. Jess is itching for like house and suburbs. Oh no. Her mother. Oh, okay. Okay. I had a, my head was in a weird place with all of that. And I talked that with Katie, like, you know, cause we, we planned on six years in Manhattan. That's what Katie wanted. Six years. <laughs> but I don't, but like, I don't think that's going to last because 
as soon as we outgrow this apartment and then you try to get a bigger apartment in New York City, it really isn't worth it at all. Yeah, at all. And then... Well, I, I think it de- depends on how big the business and the company and stuff like that becomes because then it turns into like a time is money equation. You know, it's true, say, but I would just go to... we got another office in the heart of the city or something like that. And then, you know... Well, I hope, I'm hoping we do. Like, you know, my ideal right. world is... 10 years from now or, or whatever, like, you know, we have some kids and maybe we live, I would, I would go to like the Montclair area, like right across the river to those towns. And then just, you know, that's what like, you know, Michael K, a lot of people, the radio producers, they right. just cut, drive right over. That's the normal, that's the commute right across the bridge. Um, oh. I wouldn't even mind like Connecticut, but I, that would just be farther from my parents, you know? Yeah. Train. But yeah, I was um, looking up like, El Prez, his apartment is public because he had did the unboxing. So it's like right. five grand a month. I'm like at that point. Yeah, it de- depends on the numbers game there. Yeah, but we were having a long talk That's because I'm like, if this fucking quarantine lasts another year. Like, let's go rent in a, a place like the, with a backyard and a front porch. Like Quarantine we, ended, dude. You didn't hear I know, No, I know, I know. But this was like when we were having this conversation was right. when it was like, you know, if if our lease is up and quarantine's still going strong, like I don't want to relive in the city for a year when we just are stuck in the apartment. Yeah. So it was wild conversations. Buffalo didn't come up, though. Not yet. But my aunt did bring buffalo wings from Buffalo, and they were good. So Katie's been like, oh? she likes those a lot. Good state, David. Good state. Good state. Good state. Good state. We like it. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. Uh, porn star Nacho Vidal held in Spain after man dies in toad venom ritual. The porn star Nacho Vidal is being held in Spain after a man died in a toad venom ritual. A man was arrested after reports that he mooned his neighbors who asked him to stop mowing yards that aren't his. Ibuprofen is now being tested at a as a coronavirus treatment, which will piss me off to no end. Brewery wants to pay someone to hike Appalachian Trail while drinking, and a Texas man finds eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of cocaine hidden in a car he won at auction. And breaking news: Trevor Plouffe's audio did not record on yesterday's Talking Baseball interview because he forgot to turn the volume up. That's the news. What do you want to start? I thought he was saying he, I thought he was saying he was trying to listen and he couldn't hear anything, but his volume wasn't on. No, because there's no wave lengths, no waves in the audio Mm. file. So, you know, the wheel that's at the top of yours, it was just set to zero. It's tough. That's a tough break. Everyone I'm a little nervous because I'm looking at the backup file and it's shorter than the total file. So 
I always get nervous when that happens. Usually it ends up fine, but I'm nervous. Why is it shorter? How'd that happen? I don't know. Uh, I got to see what was not included, but I was planning to edit it after this, and now it's going to be stressful. Yeah. Well, let me know if you need any help or anything. I mean, everyone, we, everyone that tries to do this shit will have audio and tech failures. Like, Oh, Oh yeah. Oh, happened to me on talking Nick's by the way. So my audio is the zoom audio. I can start running. I learned how to do the separate tracks. I can start running snag it on my computer as a backup for the zoom sessions, but they don't have everyone's track. So that's not really what we want anymore. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, the Zoom gives you an everyone's track backup as well. So, like, worst case, I have that. Dude, ibuprofen, ibu, I, I always say ibuprofen, which is really it's ibuprofen, is a big part of my life, you know? I don't take it every day, but I'm not shy to throw some down the gullet if I have a headache or mm-hmm. a pain somewhere. It's the go-to. Yeah. And when corona came, we were told... That it's bad because of inflammation or something like that. So we went out. I bought Advil instead or whatever. It was Tylenol, Advil, and now they're saying it. They're testing it. Like there's now they're saying, hey, actually that may be a treatment. Well, I could have been treating myself this entire time, but I didn't. Like what's going on here? So I'm mad at them if if it turns out it's a treatment and they told the whole world not to use it in the height of it. Bullshit. Yeah, um, I think it's a little clickbaity to get the exact emotions that just came out of you. Because um, it looks like what they're trying to do is that it could help with uh, like acute respiratory syndrome. So like the breathing part of Corona. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it can like actually treat coronavirus, but it could help you like breathe better if you have Corona. So in a way, um but yeah, Treating I think the, the emotion that just came out of you is exactly what the New York Post wants. Yeah, the, the final statement here is, our search did not identify any strong evidence for or against the use of ibuprofen from treatment. The current literature does not give conclusive evidence, but they're saying that now some scientists think that ibuprofen may in fact be an effective defense against COVID-19. It's like, of course, man, ibuprofen's a... Defense against anything. It's like in a big fat Greek wedding, they put Windex on everything. Just take some ibuprofen. You're good. Take some Windex. Water, ibuprofen, fresh air. That's my formula whenever I feel sick or headache, cloudy headed. Proven time and time again per my... Not a doctor. Per my things. Um, This porn star story. I don't even really get it. So Nacho Vidal, you familiar? I'm not familiar. I don't really know any um, male porn star names. You know what? The name sounds familiar, but I've also got Nuno Vidal going through my head, Nacho Libre, so I wonder if my brain's just combining that to make a porn character. Mm, that's good. Um, good character. But e- either way, yes. So, yes. Uh, the police operation began following the victim's death during the celebration of a mystic ritual based on the inhalation of venom of the Buffo alvaris toad. The toad, a rare species which is native to the Sonoran Desert, stretching from northern Mexico into California and Arizona, secretes venom containing a very powerful natural psychedelic substance known as 5-MeO-DMT. Its effects have been compared to 
Ayahuasca, a as I say that, a powerful hallucinogenic concoction from the Amazon. Con- I mean, Joe Rogan's gonna have a field day with this story, right? DMT, you know what I'll tell the hallucinogenics. People, um, go, uh, go check out. There's a, a a hallucinogen thing on Netflix. What's the title of it? Uh, I watched it with Jessica. It was a good watch. The drug um, doc with all the celebrities. Yeah. Um, let's see. Have a good trip. Adventures yeah. in the psychedelic. Um, everyone go check that out. It was, it was entertaining. Even if you're not into drug stuff, the, the like opening story that sting drops is pretty all time. Cause there, it, there is a fear coming into it that it's just going to be people telling their like crazy stories. And you're like, well, this kind of sucks. Like I wasn't there. And like, you're just telling a drunk story. Basically stings is pretty good. Um, and if you want to turn it off after that, I think it's in like the first five minutes, then you're welcome to. I watched like a tiny bit of that. I think I did watch stings, but I don't remember it. Um, the back end of this article just promos his business by doll local press in jail, right? Yeah, I mean, they think he killed this guy. I think he was inviting people over to his house, and it was like a rich, fancy Hollywood thing. And, you know, I got this new drug. It's the venom of a snake. It'll make you feel great. And then some guy died. But listen to the last line of this article. Uh, Local press said the ceremony took place in the country residence of Vidal, a media-savvy porn star in his mid-40s whose Twitter feed is full of ads for his 25-centimeter aromatic, aromic, candles of the male genitalia available in black, white, or cerise. So like now, like now clearly I'm going to Google these candles and what the color cerise is. Yeah. And I think the, the, um, the other thing here is that, I mean, it's just a, uh, it's an all time headline. Like, I think this is going to be a meme headline for a few years. Um, one of the things that's gone kind of viral around it is if you've seen the uh, like the Vince McMahon meme where he he starts out interested looking, he gets excited and then he goes like nuts um, mm. because each line of the headline Spanish porn star Nacho Vidal, who likes to advertise his <laughs> aromatic candle shaped like men- male genitalia, has been arrested on manslaughter charges following a man's death during a mystic ritual in which he inhaled psychedelic toad venom. It's like, yeah, it's boom, crazy. boom, boom, boom. What do you think about the candles? You interested in that? I like a good candle. Is it based off his dick? Did he mold it? Uh, if he, yeah, perfect replica of Nacho Vidal's penis. That's the first line on the, on oh, the nice. thing there. I've always wanted to do that. What color would you get? You, dude, you, you have always wanted to do that. Yeah. You wanted us to do that in college. I forgot about that. Yeah, still do. Boy, Jake has... Oh. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that that's something you are Sorry genuinely you interested in. It's funny. I like this story about the man who's been arrested. Uh, he was mowing other people's lawns, and then they were mad at him, so he mooned them. And there's so many moving pieces of living in like a suburban neighborhood and homeowners association. And if you don't take care of your lawn, you're the bad guy. But then if you go mow someone else's lawn, that's such a sign of disrespect. Cause like, Oh, you can't take care of your property. I'll take care of it for you. You piece of shit. It's basically what you're saying. And then to have a man mowing your front lawn while mooning you, you've been dominated. 
Yeah, this is tough for me. Um, Because I almost get everyone's side, but I think the bigger thing that just looms into my head is like, you know, 42-year-old suburban Jake, if he's out there, probably going to be flashing moons. And I understand why that has to be a punishable offense in society, but I also think there should be like some leeway on it. They give us like if if there's no kids around, if there's no malicious intent, if there's a situation that says like, hey, I'm trying to do a nice thing. You got mad about it. I'm going to moon you. And I Mm. think that should be within the legal rules. A mooning's fine unless he's got a gross ass. I think that's your card to play if you have it. So where Jacksonville? Jayville. I mean, they gave us this dude's address. Which seems fucked up, right? Jackson. Well, I guess you could find his neighbors too if you want. That's what um, I'm trying to find the the you know. Jacksonville's a bizarre place, man. I mean, half of it is like nice coastal beach city, no, and I the think other we're, half is. I think not. we're in Illinois. I think we're in Jacksonville, Illinois, not Jacksonville, Holy Florida. Holy smokes! Get out of there, either way. Yeah, I think we're in Jacksonville, Illinois, and I'm trying to find. Uh, okay, so this is this dude's house. I mean, this is weird that we can just do this. Oh, for sure. The world's a weird place, but let's take a look at his lawn and his neighbor's lawn. So this is his lawn right here. Okay. It's pretty dead, but it's not overgrown. What's that? It looks, yeah, it's very, very brown compared to some green splashes. Now, which neighbors? I'm guessing, you know, he he was across the street. These people look like they don't take care of their lawn that well. Splotchy. No impressive lawns currently. You know what? This was a tough week for Google Maps to come through this neighborhood, if we're being honest. Yeah, I think this, this is... This looks like they were in a drought. No, look, look at these leaves on the ground. It looks like... F- I think that's a dead bush. Well... I think that's garbage. He's... You know, I didn't expect a corner plot from him. You never do. Never do. So I was hoping like a this nice would road to ride a bike down, huh? Yeah. If you're your little kid I and mean, play some games, I was expecting, you know, some con- con- concrete evidence. Look at this picture. The lawn looks like, great. Look in the overhead there. The lawns look fantastic from the like space view or whatever we call yeah. it. The street view was it. That was a tough break. Like they were, yeah. they went there in June or July or maybe mm. August. And there they'd gone like two weeks without rain. Mm-hmm. That was a tough break. Because, yeah, it looks pretty plush from this angle. Yeah, it looks like everyone's doing good things, too. You know, what if this dude, like, it's interesting, Jake. Here's an interesting thing. Okay. Someone mows your lawn for you, consider it an insult, right? Because there is, like, there is shit like that. Homeowner associations, like, if you don't mow your own lawn, they'll get mad at you. And then someone comes right. and mow your lawn. I think the natural response is be like, dude, don't mow my fucking lawn. Like, I'll do my own lawn care, blah, 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 you know? Right. If you shovel snow from someone's sidewalk or driveway for them, that's nice. I don't think anyone ever gets upset about that. No, and that's where some age stuff comes in, right? If you're doing it for, like, an older person or something like that, and you're doing any of these activities, it's nice. If it's someone who's not, it is a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you could have done this, but here I'll go. Because, um, yeah, that's uh, 
That's a tough break. And yeah. yeah, it's basically saying, you know, maybe people like their lawns at different lengths. Maybe, you know, they like a, a little more plush in there. Maybe they got kids that play around in the yard and they're playing tackle football. They need a little more give when they land. Yeah. You know what they should do in, uh, in my town in Livermore, it was like a nice town. But they just decided, like, we're not going to cut the grass and we're going to have it be long grass that kind of, like, like flows over. You know what I mean? I found like, the solution. That's our, that's our style. And I'm like, is that allowed? Here, like, like uh, look at the grass and this is my neighborhood. See how long that is? So they don't even cut mm, it. Whippy. So it's just, like, long and, and laid over. It's like a lynx course. But the neighbor, um, the homeowner association, is like, no, this is what we're going for. It's a nice so no one push. can be upset about it. Um, yeah, Jim, and I found the solution. Um, although I'm happy you could relive your Livermore days that mm, Big Baby David was yawning during. Come, come on, David. Jeez. Um, yeah, tough break. Uh, no, if I don't you're the other, yawn, but you. you're the other neighbor, this is an easy solution. You go over to that guy's house and you start mowing his lawn. You have a lawn off. You get a, you you got to get in the weeds, literally. Mm-hmm. Start drawing designs and shit. Yeah, maybe maybe a, a scalp a couple areas and be like, "Oops, just trying to help." Oh, you uh, don't like that? Yeah. You don't like this right now? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I love it, man. I'm. This is a big realization. Rob in the chat. I think he's having the realization as me. He's like, it's interesting that lawns and snow are different. You can't mow a neighbor's lawn. That's rude. But you can clear their driveway for them, and that's nice. Interesting. Age stuff, again, I think is a big factor there. I think that's the biggest factor. I mean, I when like when it snowed in Lavalette, I cleared my entire block. Every driveway and every sidewalk. Yeah, I think, I, I think there's some people that could get antsy about that because they feel they need to pay it back. Or if they have, like, kids that they're trying to teach them lessons to do that, um, you know, you're kind of overstepping a boundary there. So I don't think it's a direct... Yeah. A direct correlation. Usually people are very th- welcome. They're like, yeah, I like it. Thanks. Sure. Um, all right. This brewery seems like a big marketing campaign. They want to pay someone to be their chief hiking officer. This, this position will include hiking the Appalachian Trail, which runs from Georgia to Maine. Also, the CHO will attend several beer parties along the way. Because there's nothing, nothing like walking across 14 states and chugging a cold one. Devil's Backbone Brewing, a brewery located near the Blue Ridge Mountains in Virginia, posted the job opening on its website. According to the listing, the brewery is going to pay someone to hike the trail. Uh, under qualifications, website says you got to love hiking and beer. We mean really love it. We're talking 2,200 miles, camping under the stars, pack in, pack out. It's really good marketing because now we're learning about this brewery. But, I mean, is this allowed? I've got a guy for this job. I'm going to email this to someone. I got two. Well, Sam has kids now. But Krause. Yeah, Sam can't. No. You're thinking of Krause, Krause right? Or, no. Who are you thinking of? Jeff likes to educate children. Uh, my friend Matt from Denver. Matt Lena. Okay. Let him know. Is that like, do you have to drink the beer? Are they going to be like, dude, you didn't drink any beer this, this day. You walked 10 miles. You didn't have a sip of beer. You're out. Um, I don't know. Tough to say. I think if you're hiking that much, you're, you're okay with having a brew, a brew ski or two ski, you know? Yeah. It seems like you're a target for, you know, 
jerks on the trail. Steal all your beer. I mean, Matt does some video stuff too, so he might be perfect for this. Maybe following him with a drone and stuff. Yeah. Well, whatever. I wouldn't want to do it. No, you got to be a very certain niche, young, high energy. Um, I mean, yeah. What'd they say? Five to seven months. <laughs> yeah. You're doing the Appalachian trail. Yeah. Um, yeah. Texas man finds 850,000 worth of cocaine hidden in a car. He won at an auction. This is Starsky and Hutch, the Ben Stiller version. Yeah. Like, that's what this is, right? Literally. Jeff Might just Cole. be a link to the IMDb. Do it. Do it. Cardicola, do it. A Texas man bought a car at auction and found he'd also won 74 pounds of cocaine that was stashed inside. The lucky bidder in Laredo alerted cops on Saturday when he stumbled on the narcotics inside a secret compartment. And oh, I love a good secret compartment. That's awesome. Yeah. Deputies who arrived from the Webb County Sheriff's Office arrived. You wrote arrived twice, writer. Mm. Were shown 17 bundles and police dogs sniffed out another 17 bundles stuffed in a second hidden compartment. Badass. All told, the 34 bundles have an estimated street value of 850 grand, large enough to purchase a fleet of Lamborghinis. The fuck is that? What's the what is what consists of a fleet? Seven. I guess more than two. What? I think Lambos cost good cheese. I think they're you know six figures. A fleet is usually a large group of ships, but it can be any group of vessels. How many is in a fleet? 430 ships. What's a minimum fleet? When it comes to boats, this says 430 is a fleet. So we won the car at auction. I mean, so... It could be 20. A, A summer camp could have a fleet of canoes and it might be 20. So this guy's still using it rather loosely. Yeah, still not right. Um... Jim, I'm with you. Always love a good hidden compartment. Mm-hmm. But if I need to know how quickly they these were found, because how hidden could they really be, you know? Well, the second one, it sounds like the guy didn't even found it. This the dogs found it. So it seems like the second one was kind of coolly hidden. Second oh. one. I'll have the second one as a hidden compartment. The first one was just a compartment. The Lamb- Lamborghinis typically go for two hundred grand. So you can get four Lamborghinis. I don't think four is a fleet. No, that's what I, I was going to land at like three, which you start so, doing the taxes on all that. I don't, I don't know. know who write this article, Vincent Barone, but get your words together, dude. You wrote arrived twice and you said Barone. fleet clearly wasn't a fleet. Get a grip. Right and now. also, can we see the secret compartment? Like, that's what I need. Yeah. Cocaine secret compartment. Texas. Let's see if there's another news article. That did a better okay. job. Secret department, Texas. Over 90 pounds of cocaine found in a secret compartment. Well, we have a picture of the cocaine here. It's cocaine. huge. It's huge. How could how secret of a compartment can you get? Was this an SUV? Look at this, Jake. I'm saying. Dude, if this is like in Ford Explorers in the trunk, you can lift up the floor and there's just, and I always kept... In high school, we kept a ton of toilet paper in there in case we needed to TP someone's house real quick. Sure. And if that's the secret compartment, 
that's bullshit. Like everyone knows about that. Right. It's just a compartment. That's my sure. beef with the story currently. I know. We need to find investigators located a non-factory. Okay, so that's cooler. It's not. A, it's not a every car okay. compartment in the bed of the pickup truck where bu- the bundles had been hidden. That's a little better. It's a little better. We got another picture. No pictures of the secret compartments. Bullshit. Bad reporting. Mm. Yeah. But what would you do if you found 800? Like, would you, you would call the cops, right? Like, I don't even know what to do with that. I'd be so scared that now I'm going to get dead. Yeah. I mean, honestly, even at the peak of my Jakeness, maybe I keep like one thing and bury it in the yard and just be like, hey, giant cocaine bag buried in the yard. People are like, that's not really cool. And then after, and then I'd like struggle with it at night for a little bit. And then I'd be like, that bag is just causing me anxiety for no reason. And then I'd probably flush it down the toilet. And then like, I'd wipe a little on my nose to have like 30 year old excitement. And then I'm like, ah, this, none of this was worth it. Yeah. That's, that's just honesty, fun though. People. That's more fun than me. Try being honest with yourself for once in your life. I am. I just turn it in. Like, I think I, I'd be so scared. I just turn it in. Well, bitch. Bitch. Whoa. Wrong button, dumbass. It's the bed of the day. Bed of the day. Bed of the day. Bet of the day, it's the bet of the day. Welcome to the show, it's the bet of the day. Jake gets his bet from Tuesday correct. Eintracht Frankfurt did beat SB Werder. They won three to nil. I was wrong. Jake was right. Eintracht plays Mainz on Saturday, and we both are on the same team there. We have Eintracht winning. Jake, do you have a bet for today. And for those that didn't listen to John Boy and Jake radio last year, this used to be a very fun segment when there was actually college basketball and college football, NFL, NBA, MLB. It's still fun. We found it again. Wow. But wasn't always just know. Bundesliga soccer. Don't, what I'm saying. don't let, uh, it's always wanted to be Bundesliga soccer, Jim. Um, and don't let your sour grapes of losing another bet just get in the way of this. Um, because I'm winning the people money. Um, yeah, 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 you are pretty good. Like 4-0 now in Bundesliga? The, uh, I think 5-2, and two, something like that. You're full-grown uh, height. So, okay. <laughs> so we now know you are throwing punches across the bow. So, uh, everyone's enjoying the German Bundesliga stuff. Uh, and as I told you, Eintracht Frankfurt, uh, this is Eintracht Frankfurt week. Uh, mm-hmm. We got here for the people. They're going to win again this weekend. And here's the thing, Jim, and this ties into a little of what you're saying, just not so rudely. Um, okay. Is that, yeah, we do like to mix it around the sports a little bit. But Bundesliga is happening, and everyone knows last week was Bundesliga week. And, Jim, you're going to like Bundesliga more because you can abbreviate it abbreviated by calling it the bully no um, i like bundesliga bully so we like that everyone agrees there so that's good 
Um, and we're just going to keep it on Eintracht Frankfurt for the people because this is Eintracht Frankfurt week. The over-under in this game is three on the nose. I'm going to take the under because here's what's going to happen, Jim. I told you Eintracht Frankfurt was going to get high, hot and height. They're going to start someone who's taller than someone they sub out from this game. So they're going to get height. Um, but I think, like I said, this is Eintracht Frankfurt's part of the season. Um, but FS, FSV Mainz is going to be prepared. They just won two games. They're coming in hot. Mainz wants it. This is going to be an ugly game. Frankfurt sneaks one in late. Take the under. So you're two bets on the same game. You're taking the under. Yes. Yes. And the under over was they won three nothing yesterday. It's three on the nose. It's and you're taking the, the under. Ugly game. I like the bet be because game. I'm gonna go do some quick research and ob- that's obvious. Right. Goalie and names? Ma- no, no, I'm just looking at the last results. Like Mains okay. in the last game, Mains didn't score a single goal. The game before that, they scored one. Game before that, zero. Game before that, two. Game before that, one, two. Um, so they're not putting up numbers, you know, and Eintracht just won three to nil after beating Wolfsburg two to one. They scored three before that scored two before that. So they're putting up. So it's a good over under with three. I don't think Mainz is scoring a goal. I don't think they're no. netting one at all. One Oh, one Oh late might be an extra time. But I think Eintracht is cocky. They've won two in a row after losing like six straight. They may net one, Jake, think it's going to come easy, rest on their laurels, and then realize in the last minutes, shit, we got to get another one for safety, and I'm so I'm fully on the same page as you. It's a 2 nothing victory, Eintracht Frankfurt winning. Uh, never been more aligned. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Look how small my head looks when I lean back. Yeah. Well, wasn't I doing the other day? Big head? How was I doing that? You were doing big head. You were leaning forward, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's big head, little head game. So everyone, uh, you know, hop on the, uh, the Eintracht old. Frankfurt. Jake's putting uh, five units on this bet. So Enjoy the Eintracht Frankfurt week. Last week was Bully week. Um, couple more soccer weeks coming, people. <laughs> there you go. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. We'll see you on Tuesday. I'll own a dog by then.